The following story has been brought to you by storiestoinspire.org. Friends, last Thursday was Holocaust Remembrance Day. That day, a, a Christian Arab posted a post on his Facebook account. He is a Christian Arab who works in Israel's foreign ministry. And he happens to be, I think, a pretty rising, uh, up-and-coming star in the world of politics in Israel. A fine man, Dr. Pikar. And he writes this post that I saw. A rabbi in Norway, who's a friend of his, sends it to me. He says, yesterday, Wednesday, I attended a funeral of a Jew in Israel. His name, Avraham Nov. What's the connection between me, a Christian Arab, and an old Jew who was buried in Israel yesterday, Wednesday? And he says, I'll tell you. I was a friend of Avraham Nov for 30 years. I met him at the age of 10. He told me his story. He grew up in Romania. Beautiful childhood. And then came the day when the Germans invaded and they separated him from his mother and they told everybody that they could take one bag and his mother packed him a bag with clothes and food and some personal items and before he left the house, he was nine years old, she said, Avram don't let anybody separate you from this bag because this is very important for you. And he listened to his mother and he came to the cattle car. And when the German guard was standing at the cattle car, he pointed to him to put the bag in the pile where everybody left their bags. And Avramala said, no. My mom and my mother told me to hold on to the bag. So the soldier fetched, he snatched the bag out of Avramala's hand. Loyal to the command of his mother, not knowing who he was dealing with, he went to grab the bag back. And they got into a fight. As the fight was beginning to develop, an SS officer walks by. And he asks the guard, what's going on? With that SS devilish, sophisticated German murderous smile. And the guard says, the Yude, this Jewish kid doesn't want to let go of the back. So he turns to the kid and he says, what do you have in this bag that's so precious? He says, I have my violin. The SS officer says, you know how to play violin? He says, yeah. He says, play me the violin. The boy takes out the violin. He knew six German folk songs. And he plays six songs by the cattle car in front of the SS officer. And Avram said years later, it was the best violin that I ever played in my life. I never played as skilled as that moment. And when I finished the sixth song, the SS officer turns to his own bodyguard, his own escort, his own assistant, and he says, take this boy to my home and give him a change of clothes. The boy is taken to the home of the SS officer, and each night he is entertaining the family and the guests of the SS officer with his violin playing. 
and he remains in the home till the end of the Second World War, entertaining his master with his skills for playing the violin. The war ends, the SS officer goes into hiding, as many of them, and Avramel is free. He's a little boy, he's a bar mitzvah boy, 13, 14, 15. He makes his way to Israel. There's nobody left in his family. He is one alone in the world. No uncles, no aunts, no parents, no siblings, no grandparents. He is alone in the world. At such a moment, naturally he feels sad, broken, depressed, devastated. But he had one thing. He had his violin that his mother packed for him. And he thinks to himself as a 15-year-old young man, it was the music that saved my life. I will dedicate my life to give this music to others. And he becomes one of the most renowned music teachers in the newborn state of Israel. And for the next seven decades, he would go on to teach hundreds and thousands of children the violin and other instruments. And the first few decades he taught Jews and then he went to non-Jewish kids as well. And he says, the Christian Arab says, when I was 10, I had the privilege to come learn by him. He taught me how to pay, play the clarinet and the flute. I learned from him the music for years. But then I remained a friend for the last 30 years. And we always chatted, we always spoke. And he says, today we buried you. And I want to tell you, my dear friend, my dear Jew, Reb Abraham, he says, Abraham, Avram, I know you're dead, but I want you to know that your music will never die. You ignited the music in so many of our souls. And he concludes, I bid you farewell, my dear teacher, my dear mentor. This was one more Jew, a Holocaust survivor, who left the world quietly last Wednesday from that generation of the unsung heroes who rebuilt Klal Yisrael, Eretz Yisrael, Teres Yisrael, and Am Yisrael in the post-hellish years of Hitler. But what a lesson in life. How many people who had the privilege of living in America, growing up in America, lose their music? We all have a violin. Everyone sitting here, you have your music. Every one of your children has their music. Every one of our friends has their music. But so often we lose our music. We let our music die. We let our dreams, passions, creativities, power, love, our belief in ourselves and in our mission, we let it die and it becomes, it goes, it's gone with the wind. And yet here was a Jew who went through the greatest nightmares of existence, but he would not allow his music to die. Not only his own music, he made sure it didn't die by igniting so many other souls with the gift of music. And that's the feeling I have here tonight. Enjoyed this story? Come again. Bring a friend. Stories to inspire.org.